Cultural intelligence is also essential whenever you are working on planning your inclusive brand calendar. I'm laughing a little bit because I feel like I say cultural intelligence all the time, but it's just, it's that important. This cannot be skipped, especially if you and your team want to celebrate a community you are not a part of. Take time to learn the purpose and history behind a celebration and use that as a foundation for brainstorming what to do. Welcome to Inclusion and Marketing, a show that's all about helping you win the attention, adoration, and loyalty of more consumers, especially those with differences that are often ignored by brands. I'm your host, Sonia Thompson, a marketer and someone with a lot of differences. Let's get to it. Okay, I've got another podcast recommendation for you. It's Latinx in Power, hosted by Thaisa Fernandez. It's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. This podcast features interviews with top-level executives, entrepreneurs, and innovators from Latin America, aiming to demystify the tech industry by providing listeners with insider perspectives and insight from Latin American leaders who have succeeded in their fields. I like listening to this podcast because I like hearing from a broad diversity of voices and hearing from and learning from their experiences. One episode I'm super excited to dive into is the latest one, Lead Generation Journey with Glenville Dixon Jr. Listen to Latinx Empower wherever you get your podcasts. There were a few years growing up where my family didn't celebrate Christmas. Although we're Christian, my dad felt that as a society, most people didn't know the true meaning of Christmas, and he preferred that as a family, we opted out of what he called the nonsense. My mom resorted to putting red ribbons on plants around the house as a means of adding some sort of festivity to our home during those few years during the holidays. These days, everyone gathers at my parents' house for Christmas. The house is decked out, um, we play games, we eat really well, we give gifts to the kids in our family, uh, but mostly for us, the day is a time where we celebrate family and loved ones, giving and tapping into what the holiday means to us. And now that I have my own family, I'm putting a lot of thought into holiday celebrations and what that means for our multicultural crew. For instance, Jonathan is accustomed to celebrating Christmas on Noche Buena, which is the evening of December 24th, where you open your gifts at midnight. And I'm used to celebrating on Christmas Day, December 25th. So in our household, we celebrate both. We have an intimate celebration at home with a full Argentine-style Christmas dinner, me, Jonathan, Luna, and Mora on Noche Buena. And then on Christmas Day, we go to my mom's house and celebrate with the traditions and food I grew up with, including, of course, macaroni and cheese. This time, of course, it's gluten-free. Different celebrations and traditions hold different meanings for different people. That isn't only applicable from family to family. It holds true for all of us. Every year, there are a number of special days, observances, and celebrations that people partake in. Some celebrations are about seeing others, and others are all about shared traditions that have deeper meaning for a broader group. It used to be that most people only knew about and celebrated the events that were relevant to them. But increasingly, as the world becomes more diverse and inclusive, 
more people are becoming aware of and engaging in celebrations for groups that they aren't a part of, not only to learn about and connect more deeply with other cultures, but also as a way to help people who are part of the communities being acknowledged feel like they belong. When it comes to cultural events and celebrations, particularly those honoring underrepresented and underserved communities, your brand's participation is a great way to make these communities feel seen by you and a way for you to demonstrate that they do indeed belong with you. Now, I'm not saying at all that you have to celebrate these events to communicate in signals of belonging to the people you want to serve, but this is one way that you can do that. Creating an inclusive brand calendar is a smart way for you to be intentional about figuring out which celebrations your brand will take part in and which ones you won't. Here are the types of events you should be considering. First up are national and international days, such as International Women's Day. And these national days can vary depending upon, of course, where you live, where your customer base is, where your business is located. There are heritage months, such as Black History Month, Hispanic Heritage Month, and Pride Month. Note that Black History Month in the U.S. is in February, I believe, in the U.K. and other few other countries in Europe. It's in October, so just be aware of that. Um, there can be more than one. There are holidays, both religious and non-religious. There are also remembrance and awareness days and or weeks. One thing that is important to note is that it's not only good practice to have a view of the days and celebrations that hold meaning for the customers that you serve, but also to the people that you have on your team. For instance, does your brand or your business calendar take into account the various cultures of your team? Many companies follow a very traditional Christian calendar. Now, with people who identify as Christian making up 31% of the world's population, that covers a lot of people. But more than double that amount follow a different religion or are unaffiliated. For reference, 25% or one in four of the world's population is Muslim. That means if your calendar is solely Christian-focused, you're leaving a whole lot of people out. Now, that has real implications for real people. I remember when I was doing an internship while in business school, my boss lamented about how he was frustrated about having to use so many of his personal vacation days to take off for Jewish holidays. He was Jewish, by the way, that weren't accounted for on company holidays. And I remember chatting with other people who were in my programs who had to make adjustments to their own company calendars to support team members during Ramadan and to ensure client meetings weren't being scheduled during Diwali when people on the team who were from those cultures would traditionally be celebrating or observing. Of course, building an inclusive brand does not mean that you have to celebrate all of these days or any of them. However, it is helpful to, at a minimum, know about these days so you can make an informed decision about which ones you will acknowledge for your team and the customers and communities you serve. Okay, so back to planning your business's inclusive brand calendar. Every year, we have an opportunity to celebrate milestones and important events, whether it's birthdays, anniversaries, or graduations. Celebrating people and their achievements are a way of making them feel seen. While some brands personalize things and find ways to celebrate special occasions, such as birthdays for their customers, Increasingly, more brands are focusing their energy on finding ways to make the communities their customers are a part of 
feel seen and like they belong. Now, a big part of doing that is by, as we've been talking about, celebrating and acknowledging special days and months that have meaning for a particular community. So whether that's Black History Month, Pride Month, or Ramadan, it is smart practice to think about if and how your brand will engage in these established observances of the different communities you serve. Again, I want to be crystal clear. There isn't any expectation that you celebrate every week, day, or month that exists to elevate a group and the issues that concern them. However, in your quest to engage underrepresented and underserved consumers, it is helpful to proactively think about what your brand's stance will be and how you will execute on it should you decide to. As mentioned, this exercise isn't just helpful from a customer experience standpoint. It's also beneficial when thinking about the people on your team. It's just as important for them to feel seen and supported, especially if their participation and practices are an important part of their culture or could have an impact on how and when they are present for work. So let's walk through how to get your inclusive brand calendar sorted. We'll dive right in after this short break. Finding a service solution that helps you better connect with customers and keep them happy can feel impossible. Like trying to remember the name of that guy you just met at a networking event. Was it Ron or could it be Don or John or Sean? Yeah, that kind of impossible. HubSpot's all new service hub can help. Well, with the service solution part, at least. It brings service and success together on one powerful platform for the first time ever. With an AI-powered help desk and an AI chatbot that handles frontline tickets fast. Plus, it comes with a customer success workspace that helps reps anticipate customer needs. In a full 360 view of every customer, so your go-to-market team can keep a pulse on accounts before trying to upsell or cross-sell. Also, you can scale support and drive retention and revenue. And you know what that means. Better service and happier customers at every stage of the journey. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today. All right. So how do you create your brand's inclusive brand calendar? First off, choose what you will celebrate. Consider which groups you want to serve and what days and observances are important to take part in. There are a number of celebrations based upon race, gender, religion, sexual orientation, ableness, and more. There's even like a gluten-free day, right? There's a day or some type of celebration for everything. There may be some observances where you choose to go all in with big celebrations and others that you might decide you're going to do something simpler. But choosing in advance and incorporating the dates into your brand planning and company policies are an essential first step. And to help you along, I've created an inclusive brand calendar for you with a list of observances and celebrations along with their corresponding dates for 2023. Go to inclusivemarketing.co slash calendar to grab your copy. Cultural intelligence is also essential whenever you are working on planning your inclusive brand calendar. I'm laughing a little bit because I feel like I say cultural intelligence all the time, but it's just, it's that important. This cannot be skipped, especially if you and your team want to celebrate a community you are not a part of. Take time to learn the purpose and history behind a celebration and use that as a foundation for brainstorming what to do. If you find there is a cultural intelligence gap, Don't be afraid to bring on outside help to guide your team 
on cultural nuances that will help you nail the planning and execution of your celebration. There are unfortunately more than a few examples of brands who've had to cancel or apologize for or roll back a planned celebration of a community because it wasn't received well by the people they intended to honor. Their intentions were in the right place. However, your intentions are never the marker of success. Also, it's important to start early. People can smell a hastily thrown together campaign from a mile away. So if you want to celebrate Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day thoughtfully, don't wait until the Friday before or worse yet, the day of to scramble to pull something together. The more time you give yourself, the better you set yourself up to deliver something the people you are intending to honor will appreciate. Co-creation is also an important element to getting this right. Including people who are part of the communities you are celebrating is always good practice. Not only does it help guide you in producing something that those you are honoring will love, but it also gives you opportunity to use your platform to elevate voices and work of those that don't always get the shine they deserve. That could mean partnering with creators and people who are part of the communities you want to serve to create campaigns, special edition products, and programs. It could also mean finding ways to elevate the voices and work of people within the community. Sometimes brands work with people within their teams to help them design a fitting celebration. For instance, Target and Spotify often work with their internal teams via their employee resource groups to support them in building campaigns. If you do go this route, just be sure that the people on your team are volunteering to take part of this effort. You could also compensate them in some way. It shouldn't be an expectation or a requirement. Now, for more information on why this is so important and you need to make sure that you're taking this into consideration, check out episode 22 of this podcast, What Common Ways Brands Treat Their Diverse Talent Like Unpaid Employees and What to Do Instead. Another best practice when considering your inclusive brand calendar is to ensure that you are being present all year long. Don't limit your engagement with the community to an official celebration. Don't celebrate Pride Month in June or wherever it falls for where you live and then ghost the community for the rest of the year. It's like showing up for somebody's birthday party and then not being there for any other time of the year or anything else that's going on in their life. Anybody can celebrate with someone during their birthday, especially whenever Facebook is reminding you to send that person a happy birthday message. But being there with them, being present with them, having intimacy with them, engaging with them, building with them, laughing, crying, building relationships, spending time with them throughout the entire year earns you the right to celebrate with them authentically with the official celebration when everyone else is doing so. And this last point is to... Make sure that your house is in order. This one should go without saying, but it does need to be said. To ensure your celebrations aren't empty and actually have meaning for the people that you serve, it's important to ensure that you actually do support the communities you are celebrating. For instance, your brand probably shouldn't do a Pride Month celebration if you have internal practices that are harmful and or oppressive to the LGBTQ community. Earlier this year, there were a number of brands who quickly found themselves scrambling and in uncomfortable positions on International Women's Day after they published tweets acknowledging their day and their support for women and how women are just wonderful, their foundation and 
just the, the key role they play in their businesses and society. They publish these tweets only to have a bot call them out by publishing a tweet with the disparity of these brands and their gender pay gap with actual percentages. Ouch, ouch, ouch. It was ugly. So it felt really disingenuous for these brands to be talking about how much they loved and valued and celebrated and needed women um, and just how important they were to society, but were simultaneously paying them less than what they should have been getting in comparison to the men in the company. And this is, of course, something that they had complete control over. Now, this does not mean that you need to have all your ducks 100% lined up in a row and that you cannot still be a work in progress to honor and celebrate communities. The trick here is to be transparent about where you are and what your track record is and the steps you are taking along with a corresponding timeline, you know, to keep you accountable of how you will make progress. That way people know that you are serious about your celebrations. You're serious about how you feel about these communities and investing these communities and uplifting them and serving them. And that your celebrations aren't just performative, they are actually how you feel because they're aligning with what you are trying to do and accomplish within your own brand. Now, if you'd like even more insights on what communities want from brands as it relates to Heritage Month celebrations, now this applies to days as well, be sure to check out episode 23 of the podcast, How Consumers Want You to Celebrate Heritage Months with Arturo Gutierrez. And remember, if you need to see a calendar of events to help you along in choosing what you your brand will celebrate, head on over to inclusivemarketing.co slash calendar to grab your 2023 calendar that I've created for you. That's it for today's episode. If you like the show, I would so appreciate it if you would leave a rating and review for it in your podcast player of choice. It'll help more people discover the show and hopefully get more of us practicing inclusion and making more people feel like they belong. Now, do you have an inclusion and marketing related question? I'd love to answer it on an upcoming show. Simply go to inclusivemarketing.co slash voicemail and leave your question there. Until next time, remember, everyone deserves to have a place where they belong. Let's use our individual and collective power to ensure that more people feel like they do. Thanks so much for listening.